It's good to be back to the Midweek Podcast, Stephen. It is a fine day. Good to be here with you. Oh, weather is beautiful outside and uh, really excited to hear from Holly Chapman today, our office administrator. She does an incredible job. She is a blessing to all of us, keeps us in line and uh, helps ministry to continue and uh, be well organized. So we're thankful for her. Um, and this past Sunday, Ben Dodson, uh, one of our elders, uh, preached in the pulpit this uh, Sunday, and you got to kind of be on the receiving end as an yeah. active listener. So tell us about some of your observations and things you want to share with us. Yeah, it was, uh, what a wonderful sermon. Uh, ben, he so wrestled with that text for several weeks and uh, did a great job uh, communicating it uh, joyfully, but very seriously. He honored that text in a beautiful way. And he was giving me trouble because I gave him 30 verses, all right? 30 <laughs> verses. I want the record to show I could have given him an extra 12 verses to cover there. Could have. Uh, but he, but uh, he did an amazing job. And, you know, I was just thinking of some things that I learned and and being able to uh, to sit and take in. And, and uh, you know, these are certainly by no means uh, new uh, to me, uh, or, or from me, uh, many of our church people rec- recognize this and practice many of these principles, but I kind of jotted down, uh, since then kind of five things that, that I took away, uh, just from the joy of trying to be the ideal listener, trying to be mm-hmm. as beneficial and as engaged as I could, uh, in that time. You know, I love the, the quote, uh, Ben gave it on Sunday, that true hope rests in truth, yeah. true hope rests in truth. And, and that is, uh, that is a beautiful, uh, reality of where we place our hope. But some things I learned on Sunday, uh, you know, one of the great benefits for me, even though it was daylight savings time, is since Ben was preaching, I was able to set my clock an hour back. So I got the standard amount of sleep, man. <laughs> daylight savings time hasn't even touched me yet. This is, <laughs> I'm, I'm charged up. Uh, but because of that, I was still, though, able to get there uh, earlier, you know, so I'm, I'm still there uh, by 830 uh, this Sunday, and and I think that for me is just one of those practical pieces of advice I'd give to our people is show up. You know, they say a lot of things that you do in life, give it an extra half hour because you're going to eat into time you don't expect. Mm-hmm. That's what I would encourage our people is to is to consider if able, uh, and I think most all of us are able, is try to show up at eight forty five a.m. for our prayer time in the sanctuary. Yeah, and uh, it just helps to not only does it help to prepare. Uh, our minds. It helps to get us there and be present. Uh, but also, if you know, if if you can't make it there early to uh, to pray with us uh, over the service and over the people that are going to be joining us, uh, just pray in your car right when you get into the parking lot. Steady your heart. Maybe you had a crazy morning getting ready, uh, but pray, pray expectantly before mm-hmm. you come and, and hear the word and celebrate with uh, with these people you've committed to. Uh, second thing I'd, I'd say would be, you know, have a Bible ready. Have a uh, have a Bible ready. It can be a print Bible. Uh, you know, you're, you're not going to have any text messages show up on your print Bible. That's true. Uh, so maybe a few less distractions, uh, but phone Bibles, that's great too. Uh, but have a Bible that you can follow along. Uh, Grace has for decades had a commitment, I think even since her uh, her founding, of being an expository uh, preached uh, congregation, going through books of the Bible. So because of that, you're always going to be well served to have a Bible open in your lap. And, and it was so fun to just be able to follow Ben as he walked through those four main sections, uh, asking the same questions and then noticing this big plot twist when we got to 27 through 30. Mm-hmm. So have a Bible open. Uh, you know, next I'd say, obviously, if you got kids, go pick up your kids first. Uh, but take some time afterwards between the services, interact with people, walk around, uh, you know, uh, 
just give some hugs, love on people, pray mm-hmm. for people, uh, ask how you can pray for people, encourage them. Uh, that is such a sweet time of ministry where uh, you can make more connections with people on a Sunday morning in just a couple hours, uh, or really a couple minutes, even between services, than than most people will get in a month. You know, it's, yeah. it's, the opportunities are always ripe. Uh, the last thing I'd say is review your notes. I've reviewed the notes I've taken uh, a couple times. Mine are much harder to read than probably, <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, but uh, I've just had a had a pleasure of being able to go back and review these notes that were taken to to reap from the good meal that been prepared for us. Yeah, it really is um, a blessing to be a church member. You know, we are, yes, we're pastors in this church, but we receive ministry and yes. blessings of being a part of a body of believers just like anyone else. And so thankful for your recharging Sunday to have yeah. uh, that time. But I mean, really, every Sunday is rejuvenating when we get to be with the body of Christ. We get to receive the ministry of being a part of uh, a body of believers who love Christ, we're united in Him. Um, but man, it, Uh, What a joy to be a part of this body of believers. It's a privilege. I have uh, the joy sitting down with Holly Chapman today. Holly, thanks for talking with us. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. Um, You are on staff with us at at Grace. What's What's your official title? This is like a game I play with every staff person that's on here. I can't remember their exact title. So what is your title? Office manager. Okay. Maybe slash bookkeeper. I don't put that anywhere, but I think that's technically what it is. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if I know my job description title thing. I think it's worship pastor. I'm sure I can find out at some point that there's something else. Yeah. I think it might be worship slash custodial. I don't know. We'll have to look into it. <laughs> Being office manager, you probably know better than I do, no. honestly. Um, so, um, so you kind of keep everything running, whether that's what you think you do or not. That's the way I feel about what you do. Hmm. Would you describe what you do here? Uh, yeah, I I mostly just see it as a lot of communicating. So making sure mm-hmm. things are clearly communicated. Um, and paying the bills. I mean, I just keep the budget and record everything we spend and everything that comes in. Um, and then, yeah, communicating, talking to people, answering the phones, making sure everybody knows what's going on. Um, a lot of the print stuff goes through me first. Okay. Um, how long have you been here at Grace Bible Church? All my life. Um, I started in the nursery. I left at college, and then when I met my husband, we lived in Houston for a while. And then we've been back since... Like 2009, maybe. Okay. Man, so um, when you, I mean, since you've been here all, or practically all of your life, um, what does this church family mean to you and your family? It is my family. Um, My husband works out of town, and so we had kind of batted around the idea at one point of moving, and even he, who didn't grow up coming here, just said, we can't leave these people. This is our home, mm-hmm. um, and it's because of grace. I'm, they are my family. So many of them feel like second parents or siblings. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, shoot, I feel like that, and I haven't even been here two years yet. So I can't imagine um, being here all your life and even considering that. Uh, it's, uh, it's really encouraging uh, to hear you talk about it that way and um, – I'm happy to be a part of your family. Um, so 
maybe just in, in your time here or even just in recent history or however you want to answer this question, how do you or how have you seen the Lord work um, here at Grace? So I would say recently, um, in the past probably 10 years, watching our kids and pre-K program really develop has been exciting for me. And I think especially having kids that are in those programs, that they are taking them through the story of Scripture Mm. um, and showing them how everything really, even in the Old Testament, it's all pointing to Christ. That, um, in my memory, is new here. And getting to have the servant leader training program with the same idea. And so parents and kids alike going through this story of scripture and how we are just a small part of what the Lord has been doing since the beginning of time. Um, it has been really neat to watch that kind of curriculum come out um, in all of our ministries. I've loved it. And that it's from the tiniest to the oldest is really cool to me too. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. That's awesome. Um, you uh, you guys are helping co-lead a small group now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How long has that been kind of going on? When did y'all start that? We started it in the fall, like midway through, I think. And then um, Roman and Amy Wally started co-leading with us just a few weeks ago in the spring. So cool. it's been really fun. So how's that been going? What have you seen the Lord do in, in your group? It's been so good. It's been really fun. We're studying a book about um, how to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so kind of watching the excitement for that grow in people has been really neat. Um, even just our times of fellowship, the Wallies have introduced this intentional question asking during that time. So it's a hangout, but we at some point want to talk about this intentional question. And hearing people answer that, I think our last one was, um, how have you seen yourself grow spiritually? And to hear people answer that and just get to sit around and praise the Lord for what He's done in the lives of His people. It was just so encouraging to me. Um, And I I would say we have some moment like that pretty much every week of just getting to celebrate what the Lord's doing, um, whether that's in conviction or in growing somebody to maturity. So it's been really fun. That's that's awesome. We, um, we have such a, a, a blessing to be able to do that. Somebody was, I was talking with somebody the other day about small groups and, you know, how it's so hard to get to know everyone in the church and, and, and all this thing, but he was saying, you know, small groups is such a genius idea. And I, I had, you know, I've been a part of small group kind of ministry for a while and, and sometimes take it for granted. And, and, um, it really is a blessing and that's really kind of encouraging. I'm kind of might steal some ideas from you guys about this intentional question asking thing, but, um, but that's really amazing, uh, to see how the Lord's working there with you guys. And, um, and we need, more and more small group leaders to to come up and uh, to to pick up kind of you know the people that that need that kind of community. So thank you all for doing that and yeah, we love it um, and uh, ministering to our church in that way. Well, Holly, I am uh, blessed to know the Chapmans, blessed to know you and Andy and your kiddos, and um, really grateful for the way that you serve the church and help keep us organized and all those kind of things. Thank you for that. It's a blessing to me. Well, we get to continue in John 4 this week, still the account of the Samaritan woman. Uh, So Brent, can you give us some insights and where we're going to be and how we can prepare? Yeah, we'll be in John 4, 31 through 42. Uh, So, 
piggybacking off the <clears throat> off the later side of of Ben's sermon on Sunday. Uh, so now it's almost like they've traded places. The disciples were in the city, and now they've come and brought food to a weary Jesus. And the woman has traded places with them. She's going into the city, and we get to see the interaction that that Jesus has uh, with his disciples. And what we're going to notice is this: these three components that come up again and again. And it actually is going to come up three times. We're going to see this pattern three times, and that is of looking, of laboring and harvesting, looking, laboring, harvesting. Jesus looks and labors and harvests uh, this Samaritan woman, uh, and then she does so with the townspeople, and they do so with other townspeople. Hmm. So looking, laboring, harvesting. And the implications for us in our life as believers uh, to be a looking people, to be a laboring people, and to be a harvesting people. This is our purpose. And I am so excited about this text this Sunday. And, and I noticed in looking at the order of service, uh, you've chosen an 800-year-old song, and uh, I am excited for that. You were telling me it was written in Italian originally. I'm presuming we're not going to sing this song in Italian. Yeah, I would just come out with like spaghetti and lasagna. That's like <laughs> all I know. But Hey, count me in. So tell us about, <laughs> tell us about all creatures of our God and King. Yeah, so uh, this is another one of those songs that has some words in it that, you know, we don't really use all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't just be like, Hey Brent, hallelujah to you. Yeah. Uh, as to but, you. Yeah, right. So uh so hallelujah is a similar word um as uh hallelujah, which just simply mm. means praise God. Mm. Um and um this song it, it really sums up all of all of creation sings the praise of God. If I could kind mm. of take the the core truth of what this song says, which you know, we are a part of that creation. Yeah. So um it's a it's a call to us to really join in um, in singing to him uh, as all creation does. All creation points to his glory. So this chorus, oh praise him, oh praise mm-hmm. him. It's a really a kind of a call to one another as we're here opening our service, a call to one another to praise God. Um, and then one other key element of this song is that it's triune in nature. So mm-hmm. it points to um, the unique characteristics of who our God is. That He is yeah. Father. Son and Holy Spirit, right there. The last uh, stanza, it references Him. Um, praise, praise the Father, praise the Son, and praise the Spirit. Three in one. Mm. He's unique. He is our God, and so we'll get to sing to Him on Sunday. I can't wait, Stephen. Looking forward to it. Let's praise him. <laughs> You're gonna read it. Oh, again. praise him! Uh, praise him! Let's praise him! Let's go! <laughs>